It is our understanding that grace is the unmerited favor of God. But grace is more than just the unmerited favor of God. Brother, Bishop, Pastor, I've been going back and forth for the last couple of weeks now about grace. And God has shown me that, Hamill, after a couple of minutes of being saved, you really didn't understand grace. You see, grace is more than just the unmerited favor, but grace comes from the Greek word charis. That's where we get our word charisma from. And the real definition, definition of grace is to be empowered. To have supernatural, extraordinary empowerment from God to do what you cannot do in the natural. Oh, God, help me tonight. To do what you cannot do in the natural. So it's not just as trite as unmerited favor. But it is God looking upon your natural situation and saying, I know your feebleness. I know how absolutely helpless you are in the natural. And I got to cloak you, mantle you. I got to smooth you down and smother you with the abilities that can only come from me. I've got to grace you to be able to do. I've got to grace you to be able to walk. I've got to grace you to be able to believe. I've got to grace you to be able to step aside from sin. I've got to grace you so that you're released to live holy. Grace gives you the power to live this Christian lifestyle with ease. Hallelujah. It's all about standing on the premise and the promise of God and believing that God has given you the right and the ability to accomplish everything that he set before you to, they set before you to do. Failure is not an option when you're talking about grace. Failure is not an option when you're talking about grace. I found out I found out that the I found, found out that the enemy cannot stop me. My enemies cannot stop me. My haters cannot stop me. The only one who can stop me is me. But when I realize God gave, when I realize God has given me the power, authority, and the dominion, I can accomplish everything with great success. And I know, and I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God has given us the ability to do all things. We can accomplish every single solitary thing because grace releases us. Paul wrote a letter. Just telling the church of Corinth, he said, you know, I'm not as strong as you think I am. He said, I'm not as great as you think I am. It's not like I've already attained. It's not like, I, it's not like I've already been made whole. He says, as a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you something you need to know. I'm going to tell you something that most preachers aren't going to tell you. I've got a thorn in my flesh. I'm going to tell you something that may be embarrassing. I've got a thorn in my flesh. And it's not in my spirit. It's in my flesh. That carnal side. That evil side. I've got a thorn in my flesh. But I thought you were an apostle. I still got a thorn. I thought you were a preacher. I still got a thorn. And it was a messenger from Satan that came to buffet me. And when I went to God and asked him three times, take this away from me. I can be a better servant if you take this away from me. I won't keep tripping and falling if you take this away from me. I won't keep stumbling and making mistakes if you take this away from me. God, I'm trying to get through this. Take this away from me. And then the crazy thing, the cra crazy thing about it is God said, no. He said no. God didn't say, okay, son, I'm going to take it. He didn't say, okay, it's too much for you to handle. Okay, I'm tired of you slipping and falling. God said, I'm not going to take it. What are you talking about? If you took it, I wouldn't have to keep repenting. I'm not going to take it. If you took it, I wouldn't be so shamed in my actions. I'm not going to take it. Why, God? Because my grace. In other words, I've empowered you. And I've given you supernatural ability that you don't have to fall, 
to the fleshly man, but you can walk in my empowerment and walk over the pitfalls and step over the traps. I've given you the ability to look at things that you fell with before, look at things that you tripped over before, and through grace, you, you can look and say, I've been there. I've already done that, but now I've got the power to turn my back and walk in the other direction. Hallelujah. Grace gives you the ability to look at Satan and to look at generational curses and say, it worked on my mama, but grace, it worked on my daddy, but grace, in other words, what they fell to, I will not fall to and my children won't go through. We are saved by grace, meaning that we are saved by the supernatural empowerment of God. That when he died, he gave us power. Behold, I give you power to tread over serpents and skulls and over all the power. How do you have the power over Satan? Grace. And, 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 and for so long, I try to walk this thing based on religion. Don't touch this. Don't go there. Don't say that. And you do good for a while. And then your hand stretches out and touches this. And you do this. And you go there. You take 20 steps forward. Then you take 25 steps backwards. And you got tired. But then I heard God said, you can boldly come to the throne of grace. Can I go a little further? When I struggled in my addiction... And I know this is taboo. Ain't not supposed to talk about it. But when I struggled in drug ambiguity, drama my lust to women in magazines, I'm exposing myself. But let me tell the truth. It wasn't about my calling or pulling myself back. It wasn't about my mic. And it wasn't about my power. Every time I thought I had it down, every, th every time I thought I had it covered, I fell. But I went to God. And that's God taking away from me. He said, I'm going to tell you the same thing. I told, my, I told to my son Paul, my grace, my grace is sufficient for you. And my strength is made perfect in the time of weakness. So now you're looking at a man, a real man, a strong man, a delivered man. Why? Because of grace. My time is up. My time is up. But I need to tell you. God is not disgusted with you. God is not disgusted with you. It's people who are disgusted with you. But God said, I know. God said, I know. As he talked to a bunch of people who are in captivity, he spoke through Jeremiah and said, even though you're in captivity and they told you that you're not going to be here long, you may be here longer than you think. But even while you're here, let me tell you something. I know the thoughts. I know how I think about you, even in your bondage, even in captivity. I know my thoughts towards you. They're good thoughts about you. They're, peace, they're peaceful thoughts about you. And he said, and I'm going to bring you to your expected end. So failure is not an option. You can be bound by sin right now. Listen to me speak. You can be in the church living a hypocritical life. I know I did it for so long. I did it for so long. But then you hear the voice of God saying, I still love you. You hear the voice of God saying, come to me. But I'm too dirty to come, and I've been lying before you and your people. He says, baby, I knew you was going to do that before you did it. How can I come to you? Grace. This is the throne of grace. Come boldly. Walk past demons. Walk past people and things who said you'll never make it. Dripping with sin, walk past them and come to the throne of grace. Bless you.